0: Well, welcome to the latest ASA podcast. My name is Dr. Chris Keel, and I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the economy that matters to you guys. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the housing market, and it was pretty upbeat news. I'm going to talk about it again. I uh, don't want to be repetitive, but we've seen the latest numbers, and they're even more encouraging than they were a week or so or a month or so ago. So, I think we need to understand that <clears throat> some new issues may start to arise as far as the housing market is concerned. Some of that may involve ASA members, some of it might not. Um, I have a program, for example, coming up in about a week where I'm talking to home builders. And as we were discussing the kind of things they wanted to hear about, it was kind of interesting because it had shifted from being very concerned about the pace of home building and what the impact would be economically to more of a concern about how do we meet demand what sort of things are we going to be facing as we see more and more interest in homes i mean the latest data that came out from july i mean housing starts jumped 23 percent from june an annual pace of almost 1.5 million this is not completely unexpected. We're looking at rock-bottom interest rates. Mortgages are probably at levels that they've not seen in, in really decades, and you've seen a lot of demand. Um, construction, as we all know, bottomed out in April, but has been recovering ever since. Lots of different motivations for people to be getting back into the housing market. It's been everything from those low mortgage rates to, for the high-end buyer, it's the fact that the markets have been rebounding. I mean, it's almost as if the markets are ignoring the whole COVID-19 thing. And we all know that part of what's going on with the markets is the contrarians are making their moves and all that sort of stuff. But the point is people are making money in the markets, the investors are doing well, and then they turn around and put their money into high-end housing. That kind of housing activity stimulates all kinds of other things. It's going to stimulate spending on furniture. Appliances are going to see a surge. Um, We're seeing basically improvements even just in existing homes. The home improvement sector has been doing quite a bit of work around three things. Those have been the major new drivers. Number one has been actually building an office within somebody's home so that they really have an office environment they can shut the door they can lock it they can keep their kids out of it they can keep their pets out of it and actually do a zoom call that looks semi-professional number two they're building apartments inside people's homes because people are bringing their elderly relatives home there's a lot less faith and trust in the senior living sector than there once was and people are bringing relatives home, but they want them to still be semi-independent. The third area has been creating what amounts to home entertainment within the context of of everyday life. So rather than going to events and going to movies and going out to the bars, etc., people are now investing in movie rooms and bigger screen TVs and all that kind of stuff. So the remodelers have been seeing a lot of activity as well. A couple of things that are kind of looming as problems, because I mentioned in the beginning that this is kind of shifting, where people are less worried about where their business is going to come from and more worried about how they're going to handle it. The big problem has been labor, and that is going to continue... To be an issue throughout the assumption that people made which was incorrect was that with 40 50 million people losing their jobs well how could there be a labor shortage i mean all these people are going to be looking for jobs aren't they and and construction pays pretty good so hey they're all going to get jobs in construction the problem of course is that somebody who was working at a quick trip or making beds in a marriott or working the concession stand at a football game, they're not going to suddenly turn into electricians and plumbers and framers and drywall hangers and all that stuff. These are trained positions. And we were short those kind of people before. The average age of a construction worker now is 56. So we're not dealing with a particularly young population anyway. Training has been a trick anyway, and now all of a sudden you have the restrictions on education. So you might be able to get away with trying to educate people virtually. In some sectors, going to be really hard to do that in construction. You can't do a lot of virtual training. It has to be hands-on. And beyond the fact that people who go into construction tend to be kinetic learners, and they don't respond real well to the virtual stuff anyway. So the big issue going forward is are there going to be enough trained people? Will they be able to hang on to the trained people they have? And then the area that you are probably most concerned about, supply chain. Will they be able to get what they need to meet the demand in terms of what goes into the house and what goes into the remodeling project and the rest? So the mission that you guys are faced with is Dealing with that new supply chain, trying to figure out where this stuff is going to come from. Are we going to continue to have problems importing things from China or from other parts of the world? Will production shift to the United States? And if so, what will the expense be? All of these different factors that are now kind of looming front and center. We knew they were going to show up, but we weren't quite sure when that was going to take place. So, I'm leaving you with kind of a good news, bad news podcast. The good news is growth is amazing. This is happening at the residential level, but also commercial. And we'll talk about that probably in the next podcast. The bad news is we're still dealing with labor shortages. We're still dealing with supply chain issues. And those things are going to be reflected in higher costs. So, if there's a damper that could be put on some of this growth, it may come from that cost structure. Thanks very much, and we'll talk to you next week.